Percy, in your opinion, what did COVID-19 reveal to you about people? Just a lesson or two. Well, you know, overall, COVID-19 was interesting for all of us, right, Wayne? Oh, yeah. But there were many takeaways. But one of the major observations uh, was the distrust that so many people had and communicated toward the medical community, right? Mm-hmm. And and adhering and adhering to its protocols for better health, you know, outcome. You know, people were resistant to putting on a mask and you know distancing and so many different elements. And then, of course, when the vaccine came out, you know, there was the the divide around, you know, is this good science? Is right. this good medicine? Can we trust this? Should we do it? Should yep. we not do it? It's an ongoing discussion, isn't it? It, it? it is. And so with that being said, for me, the big takeaway from COVID-19 is the fact that there are still so many people who are now distrusting of the health community and receiving uh, good recommendations from a healthcare perspective. And I think that this has bled over, quite frankly, into the faith community as well. And so I think we should talk more about this and address the apprehension, uh, even from a faith leadership perspective, and what should we be doing and talking about with regard to kind of change that dynamic. Well, I invite listeners to join us now. We're going to hear from a prominent faith leader who shares his personal and community perspective around engaging in good health. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Underserved Communities, including faith communities at City of Hope. Pastor P is our man, and we are going to hear one of those road conversations you recorded on location, Percy, coming up in just a few moments. But first, we have an announcement. We here at Health, Hope, and Inspiration are excited to announce that City of Hope, one of the largest and most respected cancer research, treatment, and prevention organizations in the United States, and its original sponsor and creator, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, CTCA, are now one. With more locations and more access to patients than ever before, City of Hope will continue to expand the faith-sensitive, compassionate care that has always characterized the CTCA model. With City of Hope, people of faith will still experience the same exceptional patient care, now with access to a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. All right, let's get started here today, Percy, and we are going to send you on the road to hear our interview. Well, this was really a, a very great trip that I took uh, based upon the recommendation of some folks uh, connecting with uh, the National Conference of Black Churches, you know, and uh, representing six mainline African-American church denominations comprising approximately uh, over 200,000 congregations and 200 plus million parishioners worldwide. So it was an opportunity to kind of uh, get into that space and that environment. And of course, the, the driving factor of this, this conference was around health and wellness, awareness, uh, dealing with misinformation, uh, trust of the medical community at large. It was a phenomenal and amazing experience, and I'm so glad that I went. We're going to hear just one of the important conversations you had at this church conference. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, Bishop Sheard here today in just a moment. I'll ask you to introduce him, and actually you'll introduce him as uh, we roll the uh, recording you made at the conference. But talk to me more about this uh, this conference of, of good folks and why you decided to attend. There's a partnership developed uh, with City of Hope, uh, basically to do a prostate cancer awareness 
opportunity and some of the leadership in that partnership, uh, Jackie Burton to be one of them, is the president of the National Conference of Black Churches. And so uh, I am now a part of that group and, and, and engaging with them. And so I went up to the conference to basically uh, spend some time with Jackie Burton and all of her colleagues and constituents, and then to kind of get to know some of the national leaders in this space. And one of them was the presiding bishop, uh, John Sheard, uh, who was on a panel talking about, quite frankly, the dynamics of mistrust in the African-American community and the faith community around health and particularly from a COVID perspective. But they expanded that even out uh, from an oncology perspective, uh, what have you. And how do we turn the tide from a leadership perspective in messaging and communicating and encouraging people to seek good quality health care? So mm-hmm. it was just an amazing opportunity. Well, really you was. are our intrepid reporter. And so you uh, you managed to get a few minutes with uh, Bishop Sheard. Uh, talk about the background of getting the conversation, getting him, you know, to sit down for the conversation. Well, you're right. I had my backpack with my recording uh, equipment in it. And so I, when, he, when he got off the panel, I stood in line, you know, to wait <laughs> to have an opportunity to speak with him. You know, I, I metaphorically put my press cap on with my press pass in the hat and said, listen, would you be willing to sit down and, and, and spend some time and talk about some of the things that were discussed in the panel and the thrust of the overall conference? And he was extremely gracious. We didn't have a lot of time because he was being rushed off to another event. But he gave me a solid 10, 15 minutes, and, and we sat down and talked about from his perspective. And this man's leadership is extensive. He, you know, he arguably uh, leads the largest African-American denomination in the world. And so he talked about, you know, his perspective uh, about uh, receiving health care and being attentive to health care and, and how some misnomers needs to be changed around faith and spirituality and medicine and science. And he helped to kind of give some perspective uh, personally, as well as with regard to his leadership, uh, encouraging individuals to understand that we need to take ownership of our health and we should not shy away from the faith, from the health community. We're going to hear that conversation in just a moment here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. But thank you for being there. Thank you for being our eyes and ears at the conference and for bringing us uh, not just this interview, which we're going to hear, but others as well that we'll hear in the days ahead. So that's coming up in a few moments on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Okay, let's turn to Scripture, and uh, and then I think we'll have time to, uh, to introduce Bishop Sheard. Well, we're very familiar with this passage of Scripture, but our spiritual nugget today is going to be the bedrock for everything that is being said in the conversation that we'll hear in just a second. Uh, Our spiritual nugget, James, the second chapter, verses 14 through 17, and it reads as follows, and hear it again for the first time. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Hmm, good question. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and be well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? Verse 17 is our operative verse. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. And we've heard this scripture and we need to hear it again, Wayne, in the context of medical care, treatment, health care, because at the end of the day, there are still those who struggle with the, with the perceived conflict of being a person of faith and also uh, attending to my physical needs, 
uh, pursuing medicine and science and seeing a doctor. At the end of the day, faith without works is dead. And so we're going to hear today from one of the leading prominent faith leaders in our community talk about and unpack that dynamic. Wonderful. All right. Just one more thing before we roll the interview. Uh, We're excited to announce that Health, Hope, and Inspiration and Abide Meditations are teaming up now to make a premium subscription of Abide's mobile app free to our community. Abide makes Bible meditations delightful. You can learn to meditate in five minutes a day. Rest peacefully with Abide's Bible-based sleep stories. Here's what you do. It's very simple. Text HHI to 22433 for your free subscription. Get that underlined free. Quiet your mind. Relax your body. Text HHI to 22433. HHI to 22433. And you'll receive this free subscription. We believe you will be blessed and encourage. We'll, we'll talk more about this in the days ahead, but right now, Percy, let's turn to your conversation with the bishop. Hey, 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 it's me, Pastor P, coming back to you with another compelling conversation. As always, we talk about health, healing, hope, and wellness, and I can't believe who I've got sitting in front of me. I am here at the uh, uh, the National Conference of Black Churches uh, here in Orlando, Florida, and I have the one, the only, the bishop of the Church of God, the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ, Bishop Sheard. How you doing today, my friend? Bless you, brother. How you feel, man? <laughs> if I was any better, uh, it'd take two of me to handle it. Wow. God bless you, man. What a joy to see you. Well, thank you. With that being said today, obviously, we are gathered here talking about very important topics relevant to the black community, the black church community about health yes. and wellness. And that's exactly what this platform is designed to do. And I want to ask you, and I'm going to back up for a second, because okay. you are in a long line of great spiritual leaders in the Church of God of Christ. Thank God. And, and anyone who knows anything about the heritage of the Church of God in Christ knows its legacy, knows you know its power, arguably the largest African-American denomination in the United States, or yeah. the world for that matter, yeah. I believe is correct. Yeah. And of course, one of the former leaders of the Church of God of Christ, uh, Bishop Patterson, uh, who was just an unbelievable leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> unbelievable leader. Absolutely. And one of the things that we talk about on this program is uh, wellness and health, particularly with regard to cancer. And we know that uh, he had many years of great ministry, then he passed away of prostate cancer. Yes. And I wanted to get your thoughts and feelings. You were just on a panel that I listened to, yes. very well done, talking about healthcare dynamics and the importance of leadership, importance of messaging importance around mobilization of the black church around being conscious about our health and our wellness and following up with doctors absolutely and medical treatment and physicians accordingly absolutely what say you uh, that we still need to do a better job of in the church community in the black church community with regard to being more adherent to being conscious about our health pastor well i tell you what my 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 answer may be somewhat controversial but uh, I want to say it just the same, because the church uh, so often says, where's your faith? Where's your faith? I was going to go there, my, Pastor. My, I was going to go there, Bishop. My faith is, is, is activated. My faith is strong. However, I go and I get things checked out, and my faith says I'm going to be all right. Okay. 
all right? So once I go and get stuff checked out and uh, everything is good, that's, that was in line with my faith. I believe that. That's why I have, this is not, I'm not afraid to get checked out. I'm not afraid to go to the doctor because my faith tells me I'm going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. So when I go and get checked out and if something is not happening the way it should be happening, then my faith says, take care of this and I'm coming through it. But faith is always, always a key component in the Christian life. For the Bible said, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. But faith does not tell us to neglect our health. And so, so the other scripture that then we couple with that, at least uh -huh. I do, is that okay. faith without works is dead. <laughs> so there's some action steps that we have Absolutely. to take as people of faith. We need Absolutely. to see our doctor. Yes, sir. On we, a regular basis. Okay. Okay. We yes. need to do our annual examinations. Absolutely. And so with that, Pastor, you, you know, you are the presiding bishop yes. of, I, I believe it is correct, the largest African-American denomination in the world. I believe that's correct. I, so know. I've heard. Yeah, so I know I've it's heard. in the United States. Okay, or in the United <laughs> States. So I've heard. Yeah. And so what I heard on this panel today very clearly uh, among great pastoral leaders, and you were one of them, was we have to do a better job. Oh, sure. From a leadership perspective sure. in modeling, yeah. in communicating, yeah. and advocating to uh, the constituents of our churches and our congregations yeah. that we must make health a priority and we can't put our head in the sand and ignore health, no question. particularly because of maybe historically things that may have happened in the past that yeah. caused us to be skittish about yeah. medical treatment and care. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I mean, go to the doctor. Brothers, go to the doctor. Get checked. Um, you know, when you get to certain ages, there's certain tests you need to take. It's undeniable. Okay. Statistics show that we're affected by certain things. So go get tested. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of these guys. I believe in going to the, the medical doctor, going to the dentist. I, I do it all. You I was know. just at the dentist the other day. So, <laughs> so I, I believe in doing it all, yeah, you know, yeah. because uh, I just believe that God wants us to be in good health. He wants our souls to prosper Correct. and be in good health. And so we have to do what we have to do to make sure. Um, brother, I, I exercise every morning. Okay, okay. You know, uh, I exercise more strenuous when I'm home, but even, I mean, and as much as I travel, yeah. every morning when I get up, I get on the floor and do exercise. You got to get it in, Pastor. I do it. I do it. <laughs> so it's important that we do what's beneficial for us to stay here as long as we can. We cannot afford to just take this uh, mindset. It's a misnomer. This mindset, oh, the Lord going to take care of me. Okay. No, you got to take care of yourself. So, Bishop, I can tell yeah. you, I, I operated as a chaplain inside okay. of a healthcare organization okay. for 18 years. And I cannot tell you how many patients I've had to counsel who have said, yeah, I've done my assessment. The doctor says I have cancer and I need to do medical treatment, but I think I'm just going to go home and just, I'm just going to use my faith and I'm just going to go all natural. I'm going to go all vegan, but I'm not going to do any medical treatment. Well, I what, never what say tell, you? I what, tell you, I never tell the person how to exercise their faith. Uh -huh, okay. I never do that. Okay. I, um, you know, uh, I've had people come to me and say, I need you to pray for me that a God will heal me. Uh, should I stop taking my medicine? Right, and right. my advice to them is never say, I told you 
to stop taking your medicine. Okay, I like it. Okay, uh, you go to the doctor, you do what the doctor say. This is what I believe, that if God heals you, your medicine will make you sick. <laughs> you, 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 you hear what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, and so, so then when your medicine that was treating a, a symptom starts making you sick, you go back to the doctor and the doctor say, oh, you heal. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, that's, that's what I preach at, okay. my, at my local ministry. Yeah, yeah. Is that you'll never hear uh, bishops say, don't take your medicine. You take it, yeah. and then if you feel like you're healed, go check with your doctor. He'll tell you you're clear. I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, and that's not, that's not what, I don't have the faith to say. That's not what that is. That's not what that is. Okay. I believe my faith tells me I'm going to be uh, fine. However, uh, I believe that uh, God has some greater things in store for me. But uh, there is a journey yeah. to those greater things. Yeah. We don't apply that to our health. Uh, okay. You know, we, we, we are, in order for me to get here, I'm going to have to take a few knocks and bruises in order for me to get it. We don't want to apply that to our health. But in the in the end, yeah. God, if you if you believe it, you're gonna be all right. So go through it. You know, whatever I gotta do, let me go through it so I can be all that I can for the sake of ministry. And to bring this conversation full circle, I know you're busy and I know you have another engagement and you have dinner to go get to. Yeah. And that's what I heard from the panel yeah. with you guys talking about, yeah. particularly with regard to COVID. With regard to getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we need to do whatever we know to do in the natural while we are walking by faith, while we are trusting God, but do not ignore good medical practices. So put them here. And, and it's interesting because, and you guys alluded to it, uh, how many people of faith during the COVID period, how many spiritual leaders and pastors passed away because of yes, COVID? Sir. Yes, sir. It was a ton of people. Yes, sir. I mean, Dr. K.C. Price, complication of COVID. And so our health is real, and we need to do what what we should do in the natural while we're walking and believing for the supernatural to take place in our life is what I'm hearing you say. And and I'll leave you with this. The same people that approve bare aspirins Mm. are the same people that approve the vaccination. That's pretty simple right there, Pat. Isn't it? Too you know, simple. I mean, it? you it ain't a whole lot you can argue with about that yeah, at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah. Well, today we have heard from, and this is a busy man, and I thank you so much for taking time to give me a little bit of your time. God bless you. This is Bishop Sheard. He is the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ International. And if you're not familiar with that organization, just Google that a little <laughs> bit. It's a, it's a pretty large group of people. Yeah. We're praying for your leadership, and we thank you for everything that you do, your family. And again, continue to be the leader that God has called you to be. Thank you you for spending time on health, hope, and inspiration. God bless you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. What a terrific conversation. We'll talk with Percy about it in just a moment as you continue to join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. But if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteer and support staff, all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. 
Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope. Or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-4673. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, that was a brief conversation with the bishop, but so meaningful, and I'm glad you had that opportunity. Yeah, again, uh, and I just want to reiterate to everybody just the extent of the reach of of the organization that he uh, he is the presiding bishop of, again, the Church of God of Christ. And just to give you a little scope, you know, there are uh, 41,000, almost 42,000 congregations worldwide. Uh, almost 12,000 of those congregations are in the United States with approximately 3 million members worldwide. Hmm. And, uh, you know, so this is not a small denomination. Uh, no, not th- at all. Their, no. reach, <laughs> their reach and their scope is massive. And so he, uh, he, and he's an amazing leader. He was gracious and he was kind. Uh, and he he took time. I mean, I grabbed him in the midst of of, of shaking hands and, and and answering questions. And he said, give me five minutes. I'll meet you outside and, uh, you know, set up your equipment. And he did just that. And so we sat down and had a very meaningful conversation. And so I was grateful for the opportunity as I met him at the National Conference of Black Churches. So give me a little more about the panel. Was the panel discussing this issue? The panel was discussing this. So there were several panel discussions. As you know, Wayne, you know, you attend a lot of these conferences. They have panel discussions throughout, you know, two or three days. And that was the case here. Mm -hmm. And this particular panel discussion, he was one of about four or five uh, national uh, church leaders talking about the dynamic of specifically, but not exclusively, the effects of COVID-19 and uh, the inability, if you will, on a certain level to, to engage and react uh, from a leadership perspective to to kind of get the members of their churches uh, to embrace the idea of vaccination and trusting the healthcare system and that, you know, taking the lead as leaders to talk about uh, the fact that they, uh, you know, they they take care of their medical health, they, they go to doctors, that they trust doctors, because one of the dynamics, and we have a little time here, as you know, Wayne, and we've talked about it many, many times here, is that there are still some camps, some within yep. the faith community, who theologically struggle with the dynamic of, you know, I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to use my faith. I don't really need to see a doctor. I don't really need to kind of take a medical approach to dealing with my issues of sickness and disease. And so we, I wanted to get his thoughts on that and get his viewpoint, and he, he gave them to me. Uh, but they were addressing the dynamic of, again, not just kind of sitting by from a spiritual perspective, saying that we're waiting on God. We're just going to trust God to take care of us. And so they wanted to have a national conversation to say, we need to make sure that we are messaging to our congregations and our community, because certainly within the African-American community, one of still the pillars of the community of leadership is the local church. Sure. And so having it's important for the church to speak on this. Absolutely. And that was exactly the point that drove uh, this this year's focus from a conference perspective and talking about, first of all, how are we addressing and feeling about uh, the dynamics of medical care and treatment? And are we properly communicating and reinforcing that to our members of our congregation? I, I got to tell you, there was some very candid hmm. and transparent discussions 
uh, throughout that. And you're right, we'll hear from uh, a couple of other people that were I, f- I was able to interview later on down the line. Okay, talk about mental health, uh, the dynamics of of uh, addiction, uh, burnout, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it was an important topic, and I appreciated the ferocity of being willing to have a very frank and, and, and open conversation about this topic. Yeah, well, I don't think you were surprised by anything that the bishop shared, but you certainly were encouraged, weren't you? Well, no question about it. I mean, several things that, that, that you know, he reinforced that we talk about here, quite frankly, on the show was, and, you know, he said that uh, he's he's had people who have asked him, quite frankly, about uh, should they stop taking their medication and to pray that God will heal them and he said that his advice to them is that he never tells people to stop taking their medication. Yeah, was, I really he was very straightforward it. about that, right? <laughs> he was. He was very direct. You know, he said, you'll never hear anyone say that he told them to discontinue taking their medication. He said, I won't do that. I don't do that. Because at the end of the day, uh, he endorsed un- with, with, with no uncertain terms, go to the doctor. You know, go get checkups. Uh, you know, man, particularly when we get to certain ages, you know, they're just tests that needs to be taken. And, you know, he says statistics show that we are affected by certain things and we need to get tested. We need to follow up. We need to go see our doctors on a regular basis. So uh, and he really addressed dealing with the mindset in some faith circles uh, of, of the misnomer of, you know, the Lord is just going to take care of this and take it away. And he said, no. You need to take care of yourself. You need we, to do. We something. have a responsibility. Well, again, it, I, I I often equate uh, this dynamic to, in many cases, uh, some of us take care of our houses, take care of our cars, take care of our pets better than we take care of our physical Sadly, body. Sadly, yeah. You know, because we just we we have this dynamic and this disposition that you know I'm I'm going to pray about that and everything will be okay. But the reality is is that. Our temples, you know, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we are expected to do something with that temple, maintain it, and 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 be conscious of it. So he said, you know, take care of yourself and go to the doctor. And I really, truly appreciated him reinforcing that in no uncertain terms. Yeah. And let me pause right here and mention that we have a featured resource called God Uses Doctors. Mm. And you can go to the website right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com and download a copy of this, God Uses Doctors. Uh, I seem to think that the author is a pretty special guy. Uh, do you know him, Percy? You know, I've heard good things about this guy. Uh, you know, I wrote this 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 resource specifically for this topic. One of the, and I'll say this as a little backdrop. One of the dynamics and agreements uh, that was made with regard to doing this show and this platform, and having the sponsorship of Cancer Treatment Centers of America, now City of Hope, was to make sure that you know we always had a very balanced approach with regard to. Uh, talking about faith, the power of prayer, the power of a relationship with God and our spiritual uh, beings, but also, you know, not to be uh, uh, unbalanced in the fact that, you know, there is still an element of healthcare that has to be maintained. And we need to begin to access and understand that the medical community is not the enemy uh, of the faith community and to bridge those two worlds together. And so with that, that's what this document is designed to do to help reinforce credibility and have confidence in the fact, and we've talked about this and we've done shows about it, many physicians, many practicing physicians today are believers, are Mm -hmm. people of faith, have intrinsic belief in God, 
though they are people of medicine and science, and they've been able to blend and amalgamate those two worlds together for the benefit of the patients that they serve. God uses doctors. Download this document and get that out to your family and friends. Don't run from your doctor. Run to your doctor. Jot down this website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Four words, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Look for God uses doctors. Well, as someone who has and is spending your life in this arena of healthcare, you had to be kind of reinforced by attending this conference and seeing these faith leaders speak up the way they did. Well, you and I attend uh, annually probably one of the most uh, well-attended national conferences in the United States. And so uh, I probably was not more impressed or moved at, at just the transparency of addressing uh, topics that was important to the community, to the world on a very practical level as this conference did. It was very direct about mm-hmm. issues that impacts uh, members of its community around mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. And given the state of the affairs that we have now in, in the world, if the local church is not addressing those issues directly, I would suggest to you that they're putting their head in the sand. And so I was moved. I was encouraged. On some levels, I was even challenged hmm. with regard to, you know, we are definitely doing the right thing, Wayne, by having this discussion, creating this platform and reminding people at the end of the day that God does want to heal you, but you are going to have to do your part. And in many cases, you do not get to dictate to God, how he heals you and what methodology is used for that. And by and large, we need to access our medical and healthcare system because God works through those processes and through those talented individuals. And that is not neglecting your faith. And that is not a compromise of your faith. Yeah. And how important to have these conversations at the level of a conference like this that will filter down uh, through the churches to the people in the pew. Well, let me tell you how interesting this is. Uh, uh, one of the sponsors of, of the conf- uh, conference uh, actually had a bus outside of the conference for men to actually have their prostate, not to have their prostate check, but to have to draw and have a PSA uh, drawn so that they can at least uh, start a process of, of, of doing some testing. So that's how significant uh, this is and how serious this group is so that right there on the site, uh, men could go right out to the bus, uh, do a blood draw, get their PSA, and at least start some lab work to begin to take a look at the potential Excellent. Of, 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 of prostate cancer. This is the types of steps that we need to take. And if we're going to talk about being healthy, if we're going to talk about being well, and we should, every local pastor that's listening to this, I challenge you, if you're not having that conversation, you are doing your local church a disservice, is that at the end of the day, We have people, you know, Wayne, on our prayer list, you know, half of the prayer list are people with cancer, people who are sick, people who are in the hospital. So I don't know why we're avoiding this conversation when it's so much part of the dynamic of who we are as human beings. And as pastors and spiritual leaders, you're addressing this one way or the other. The fact of the matter is, are you addressing it directly? Excellent. Well, this is just the first of uh, what I think would be several conversations you're going to bring to us. Uh, actually, is it next time uh, Dr. Q English will be with us? 
That is correct. She was an amazing. She was also a panelist. I stood in line again and begged her for her time. You spent a lot of time waited, in line, didn't you? <laughs> I did. And I waited all day to sit down and have a conversation with her. So, again, she was gracious and she gave me her time. And we're going to talk about dynamics of mental health. We're going to talk about dynamics of emotional health and so on and so forth. She was fantastic. So, yes, we have a couple of more conversations coming down the pipeline. Okay. Let's wrap this up by returning to Luke chapter 4. Well, what are we talking about today? We're talking about people of faith. We're talking about using our faith. We're talking about exercising our faith. Well, one of the things that that the presiding bishop said that he never tells people how to exercise their faith, but we have a scripture that helps to give us some balance with regard to using our faith, and that is faith. And that is James 2, verse 14 through 17 that says this. What good is it? What good is what, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith? but has no deeds. Well, I'm just going to sit at home and I'm just going to trust God. I'm just going to pray about it. I'm just going to pray it away. Well, again, can such faith save them? Question mark. This is in your Bible. In whatever translation you have sitting right there, it says, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you say to them, go in peace, keep warm and be well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, but does nothing. Oh, we have to do something about our physical needs, but does nothing about their physical needs. What good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied and not accompanied by action is dead. Today, I want to encourage you. Yes, we are people of faith. Yes, we are trusting in God. Yes, we believe in the power of God. But at the end of the day, God is requiring us to do our part and to do something about our scenario. And how about this concept? Maybe we should just have faith that God will lead us to a healthcare provider and lead us to a proper relationship from a medical perspective that will aid and assist in our process of healing, health, and wellness. Excellent. That's the word of the Lord today. In conclusion, a couple of things. Number one, why don't you share this podcast with others? Uh, You can do that easily, of course, by just sending them the link or encouraging them to subscribe themselves. You can subscribe at uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or other podcast platforms, or you can do so right from our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And at the website, you can download. That's the second thing. God Uses Doctors, this free resource available right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, I look forward to being with you again. God bless you. Yes, sir. God bless you. And remember, faith without works is dead. So go pick up an axe and go chop some wood. We got work to do. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com 
to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.